and, and good evening and good evening and thank you for joining us. It's a beautiful Tuesday evening and if it's a Tuesday, you know what that means. It's time for Change Matter Solutions. We do this each and every Tuesday here on the Intentional Talk Radio Network. It's 7 o'clock here in Big D, Dallas, Tejas, and it's 8 o'clock on the East Coast. And it's 5 o'clock on the West Coast. And if you're in the mountain time zone, hey, you do the math. We've got another great show lined up for you. So stick and stay and don't go away. And remember, tell a neighbor, tell a friend to join the Change Matters Movement. I'm your host, Kenny Hendricks. Colette Williams, and remember, this is where we bring you news and views that you can use, yes, right here in sunny Southern and the Big D. It doesn't matter where we are, because you can get us anywhere. Wherever we are in the world, you are there. We can be heard on all of your major and favorite podcast platforms, all of them. Also on itrnradio.com. So join the movement. Join the movement. This is where we are changing the narrative. We are changing the narrative for the good of our community, not for anyone else, but for us. We've got a lot to talk about. And they did say in the very beginning that this would not go away. Well, it is not going away. The discussion is still being had. And I recently watched a clip from Roland Martin. In fact, I watched two clips from Roland unfiltered. And we have to have, we have to have a, a real serious dialogue about this. Because in the very beginning, it was a he said, she said. And everybody has a take on it. Everybody wants to be heard. Everybody is voicing their opinion. Everybody's got a way to rationalize this and also to excuse this. And the one thing that I do appreciate is what Roland Martin has said, and that is don't fall for the okie doke. And I do have to agree with him. I don't like what Will Smith did. I think he's wrong and will never, ever be right. I do not think that Chris Rock intended to be malicious. We don't know what was in Chris Rock's head, nor do we know what was in Will Smith's head. Yeah, I don't think Chris Rock meant to be malicious. But, you know, again, I still think that... That is some place that Chris Rock should not have been. Again, and like I said last week, I don't excuse him. I'm not saying Will Smith was right because he was definitely in the wrong, definitely. But, you know, it's, 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 if, you know, the old saying, that don't start no mess, won't be no mess. Chris Rock should not have gone there with Jada. I, I, and, I, and I will maintain that. Yes, uh, uh, um, uh, Will Smith's reaction was wrong. And it's not about what happens to your life. It's how you react to it. I get all that. I completely get all that. And I also said last week that, you know, black folks in Hollywood need to have a, a brotherhood, a camaraderie, and not try to take each other down, you know. And if you, if you noticed, he, Chris was talking about this, uh, this other couple that are both actors and they're both of her Grammys. Then all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, he turns over and says, hey, Jada, I love you, yada, yada, yada. This came out of nowhere. You know. and, and it was not rehearsed. It was not part of the script. Right. Nobody knew it. And so that tells me that he saw Jada 
saw that she didn't have a head full of hair and he decided, hey, G.I. Jane. And, and I cannot believe, I absolutely refuse to believe that saying G.I. Jane too is that harmful. I don't get that part. I don't get that part. Well, it was, I, it was an, everybody else got it. It was an obvious dig at her hair. Because, you know, have you ever seen the movie? Lack thereof. But, but yeah. it, it wasn't a, it, it, and okay, I, I don't see it as a dig because the woman, Demi Moore, there's no mistake. She's a gorgeous woman. She's a gorgeous white woman. I don't even think That's she's gorgeous, but go ahead. Okay, well, you know, they, they keep saying she is. I, she has two, Okay, two, she was bald in the movie G.I. Jane. Yeah, because she cut her hair. She cut her hair for the movie. Right. She cut her hair. Okay, she cut her hair. Whether she cut her hair or the hair fell out, it doesn't matter. She didn't have any hair. Jada doesn't have any hair. Whether she cut her hair or it fell out, she doesn't have any hair. I, I, I think so, there's a difference. I think there's a difference. If it fell out, there's some sort of condition there. And it's not, if you cut your hair on purpose, that's one thing. But for it to fall out and have a have a condition. But, but you know, it's a condition to be hit for that. You know, and again, just just being a black woman and and the hair whole hair thing is an issue, and I just don't understand why Chris went there. But but to get back to what Roland said, let's not get caught up in the okie doke because he talked about the fact that people worried about Ukraine, but nobody said anything about Sudan and all these other things go on with third world countries. Haiti, the fact that you know we turn away Haitians at the uh, 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 not even at the border, but the in the, uh, the boat in the water, and all these other things going on. This, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because this it, basically it's trivial, but I think what it, 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 it can be a teaching moment. And I think what it allows us to do is have a greater conversation about who we are and why we feel the way we do about certain things, you know, because this again, why, why was that? Why was that such a big deal? Why was that such a big deal? You know, and I th- and, I've, and I've been watching uh, social media, and I see people on both sides. I see I people too. saying the I same thing I say. I say people people saying Will Smith was wrong. I see, hear people saying Chris Rock was wrong. So it's kind of evenly divided. Everybody knows. You know, I, I see very few people saying. I have seen some, but not not a lot saying Will Smith was absolutely right. Now I do see some. He was defending his wife and all these things, but. You know, there, there's a greater conversation about black people, Hollywood, you know, how we deal with that whole uh, uh, environment and what it means to us and what are we doing with it and why this has even come to be, you know, and how we treat each other, how we treat each other. Right. Well, the, the greater issue, as you just stated, and as Roland Martin just stated, he had three other people on the panel. One was uh, Avis Jones DeWeaver, and she's very adamant about her support for Will Smith. And I was quite surprised to hear that. And in one of the clips, Roland questioned her and said, are you sure that's the direction that you wanna go? Because this man gets up out of his seat and walks up in that venue and slaps one black man slaps another yeah so when you take a look at it in that purview 
one black man slaps another on worldwide television, the biggest event that television has once a year, that speaks volumes about that black man. Not about the fact that Jada didn't have any hair, but about that black man. But I, I, don't, I don't think you can separate the two. I don't. I, but, I understand what you're saying, but, but I don't think you can separate the two. But it's not that they're separate, but they are. And by the same token, just like Roland Martin said, we go for the okie doke. It doesn't matter what the okie doke is. We go for the okie doke. And just like he said, you're not screaming about what's going on in Africa. You're not screaming about the fact that there are Ukrainian people sitting at the border, at the Mexican border. You're not screaming that Ukrainian kids are getting ready to infiltrate Los Angeles Unified and the city of Los Angeles. Yeah, they're letting 100. You're not talking I believe, about that. I believe 100,000 are coming in. Yes, 100,000. Okay. Yeah. When 40,000 Haitians, not even 40,000, were sitting out there in the Pacific Ocean, in the, in the Atlantic Ocean, nobody said anything about that. They said, hey, you ain't got to go home, but you ain't coming up in here. They never took the Haitians. Mm -hmm. So black folks need to just wait a minute. And this began with Will Smith. I, personally, I don't think it began with Chris Rock. I believe it began with Chris, with with Will Smith and everything is about how you handle it. Everything. I don't care what it is. So Will Smith got up on, on worldwide television on the greatest, during the greatest event that the country sees. And he walked, one black man walks up and slaps another black man. There's no way in the world that anybody could say that they're on team Will they're on team. No, this is about no, no, no. He, he was, he was, he was absolutely this wrong. He was absolutely what we're wrong. doing to each other. Yeah. So how dare you? How dare you? The, the, the Oscars have been around for 94 years. You're only the second black, third black man that's ever gotten an award. You're the only, and, and the, the articles that are being written right now, today and yesterday that I just read are Will Smith is going to have a hard time getting back in Hollywood and making his money and making movies. They're not going to open the doors for him with open arms. So I'm reading that now. They're not going to open the doors with open arms. And Chris Rock's brother told Will Smith, you about to see all 10 of his brothers. Okay. And see, and see that, and see, see, and see, and see why, what, see, see, now, now, now it's good. Now it's snowballing. Yes, it you is. Know, it's like, okay, yes, okay, you know. Yes, this 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 was two men like like the whole thing about you know they're saying the the LAPD and this that you know that is two grown men, you know he, they, yeah he could have filed an assault charge, but usually when it's two grown men that when they, there's a fight it's like guys, this is two grown men go you go your separate ways and be done with it. It's not like he wouldn't beat him up or something like that, but for and 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 I get protecting your brother in the whole bit, and and Chris Rock was bullied, and and there's there's all this backstory behind it, but it doesn't help when you have his brother. I did not read his brother coming out saying that. Yeah, but his that, brother said Will Smith. You but see that 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 comes more. out that, that comes out very thuggish. Yeah, it does. Of course, it does. You know, so again, again, so it it's, it's 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 snowballing and it's getting out of hand, and again. 
I go back, and again, we're going to have to agree, agree to disagree. Again, I'm not saying, and again, using Chris Rock's line that he had about OJ, I don't condone what Will Smith did, but I understand. You know. Okay, so look at it this way. What if Chris Rock had continued on, said, Jada, I love you, can't wait to see you in G.I. Jane 2? For some reason, that just does not sound like that much of a dig or insult. And I maybe it's me. Maybe it's me. But my point to that is, what would have happened if Will Smith sat his ass in that chair and never got up and just said, hey, man, I'll see you later? What would have happened then? What could have happened then? We wouldn't be talking what about it. Now, there'd be some conversations about, ooh, Chris Rock went there. Okay, we we wouldn't be here. Yeah, we wouldn't. No, be no, here. no. I, I, but, I, I don't. But, dis- I don't disagree with that. Okay, but but remember, we always have to fight for those things that come up as deflection. We always have to identify what is deflection. What is the distraction that we go for? That. Oh, let me tell you what I also read. Um, now I don't. I just read this. I don't have any evidence that there this is true or not. But alopecia has um, shot up. Of course, everybody's googling alopecia a whole bit. Pfizer is getting ready to release an alopecia product. And of course. Yeah. Hang. Let me find that. Um, of course. There's something. Again, I'm not. I this, I don't know if this is conspiracy or what, it's but something about they're getting ready to release it. And let me let me find it before I because I before I say it it's wrong. Conspiracy, and I'll tell you why it's a conspiracy. Alopecia was introduced to me in 1981, 82. Okay, it ain't new. Jada Pinkett Smith did not invent. Alopecia. No, no, I know that. I know that. Here it is. Uh, but my point, but my point, you're saying that you just read something where it shot through the roof. Yeah. Jada Pinkett Smith is not the first woman with alopecia. What's the senator's name or the congresswoman's name in Maryland who is slicker than Jada? Who is very, very vocal and very, very visible? And she is a congresswoman. I can't think of her name I, right I, now. I, who? And she don't have that much hair. Oh, uh, I know who you're talking about. Uh, I, 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 I can't think of her name. And I don't know who you're talking about yeah, it. She's got alopecia, and she went public with it. And I'm sure folks have said she's heard a lot worse. Uh, here, here's something about it. Somebody named Dr. Hughes. This is uh, looks like it's from Twitter. Conspiracy. The FDA is about to approve the Pfizer alopecia drug, which is going to be the first ever to be approved for the condition. Pfizer is an Oscar sponsor. Jada equals alopecia. Chris makes a joke that puts alopecia on the spotlight. Will smash his Chris. Millions researching on alopecia. Again, I'm not saying I bite it. It's just more. It's just more stuff out there. All I'm saying is just more and more and stuff what? out there. And, and guess what? We don't benefit by either any of that. Yeah. Black folks don't benefit by that. Black folks, in fact, that harms us. That has harmed us. Okay? Because here, once again, the woman was on TikTok last night, late last night, or no, early this morning, talking about the conservative, talking about Black folks, stop talking about racism. Stop talking about white supremacy. 
stop talking about what you don't have and what they haven't done for you and, and, and on and on and your theories and your narrative. She said, stop talking about it until you do something about the black on black crime. Stop oh, that was the, the, the black woman? Black, black uh, I saw that. Uh, who? Yeah, I saw that. And she said, "Stop talking about it until you do something about black on black crime." Well, my my so, my, my, my only my only come back to that is people murder people that they know, and the people murder people within their uh, 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 scope and within within their network. Black people hang around black people. White people hang around white people. White people kill white. White people kill each other. I think it's eighty-three percent, and black people is at ninety percent. So when you start looking at the percentages, they're not that different. And also, when you factor in the 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 biggest uh, uh, contributor to 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 uh, uh, violence and crime is poverty, and there are more black people in poverty, so there's going to be more crime. If you factor that in. It, it, it's either even or less. White people, again, white people kill white people around 83% and black people around 90%. It's not that white big a people, difference. It's not White that people big. commit the mass, the mass shootings. Yeah. Okay. And, and now all of a sudden, you're not sure who's committing the mass shootings, but they're still going on. Now, I want, I want, I want, I want the, 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 these idiot rappers and, and thugs out there shooting. And yeah, I want all that, that to stop. But as a right-wing white talking point, it's, it, it does not have the validity that they, that, that they give it to say that. They act like it's every black person is killing every other black person. We yeah, do it every, every day. Because they can say that and get away with it. Yeah, and because that, one black person does something and they blame it on the entire race of black therein people. Therein lies the narrative. Therein lies the narrative. So if that's the way it goes... We know how the narrative is controlled because one black person does something, that's everybody. You know, Will look, Smith walks up and slaps like you mentioned last week, uh, Mel Gibson. All people don't, all they do, that was Mel Gibson. That They don't reflect that on all white people or all guys named Mel or all people named Gibson or all white, nothing. It's just Mel Gibson. But somehow it's got to come back to the fact that he's black. Chris is black. And we, and, they, yeah. and we know that. And we don't do anything to, what are we doing to mitigate all of that? We should be saying, you know what? Stop the chatter. Stop the chatter. Let's move on. We have bigger fish to fry. Will Smith slapping Chris Rock on national television. I don't even like to repeat it. And I think that's what, what that was uh, uh, Roland's point. We got bigger fish to fry than we what's what's going on here. Will fry. Smith is worth three hundred and fifty million dollars. Most so of my friends, most of my friends are not worth. Well, let me say it differently. All of my friends <laughs> put together are not worth three hundred and fifty million dollars. So he's going to be all right. Whether he gets any more work or not, he's going to be all right. Will Smith is going to be all right. His kids are taken care of. His money's going to take care of it. Yeah, he'll he, he's take he's going to take some hits. He's going to take some financial hits. He's going to take some hits trying to get into movies. But at, in, at the end of the day, he's going to be all right. It gets back to okay, what are we going to do? What are we going to do as a people? And and how do we again use this as 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 a, as a means to talk about things? 
about Hollywood, about how we treat each other and things like that, but not let it be our story. That is not our story. Not our story. Not not let people make it our story. Hollywood cares more about queer people, LGBTWXYZ people, than they do black people. Okay, and that is a fact. That is a fact. Hollywood cares more about queers, and I don't even know what a queer person is. Hollywood cares more about queer people than they do black people. The girl that got the Oscar for the best supporting role, her name is Andrea DeBose, and she said she is an unapologetic queer. What is that? I don't even know what that is. She's a queer person. Okay, I don't know what queer is. We used to say queer is you, you uh, is a weirdo. I don't know. But Hollywood cares more about that because they love her. They embraced her. She's in movies. She's got TV. She's got everything because she's queer and she came out of the closet and out of the trunk and out of the foot thing and said on national television, I'm a proud queer person. What? I still don't know what queer is. And then Will Smith walks his happy butt up there and slaps Chris Rock. Um, yeah, which overshadows her and everybody else. And Quest Love got the Oscar for Summer of Soul. So they're not talking yeah. about Quest Love getting the Oscar for Summer of Soul. And I saw that documentary. They're talking about Will Smith and Chris Rock. Because that brought the sparks. That brought the sparks of the flame. And just like on GMA, uh, uh, what's his name said, Chris Rock saved the show. Chris Rock. Rock there there was that talk about, the, because the Oscars have not been getting good ratings for the past, few, I don't know, 10, 15 years, they're saying? Well, when they got rid of Steven Spielberg and Debbie Allen, and those people with class, when they got tired, when they decided to go in a different direction, make it all, all today. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, I'm not surprised because Debbie Allen had very precise choreographed uh, uh, shows, entertainment. Steven Spielberg made sure that everything that he did was boom, boom, boom. It was clean. It was elegant. It was perfect. And Chris Rock saved the Oscars. So I would be willing to bet the farm that Lee, that Will Packer, he ain't getting the Oscars for next year. He's not getting the Oscars no matter what he says or does. And you can rest assured they are going to say, Will, it has nothing to do with the slap heard around the world. They're not going to say that. We just want to go in a different direction. Uh, you know, that that's probably not too far from the truth. You know, whether or not he got it again anyway, you know, they gave exactly. it once, you know. But for that, sure, he won't get it this time. Yeah. But, which, again, is unfortunate because, again, that had absolutely nothing to do with him. And if you look at it like, again, if you look at it like that, again, you know, I go back to the fact that, and, and, and again, I'm going to continue to go back to the fact that I think there needs to be a brotherhood in Hollywood. 
you know, and a sisterhood in Hollywood and certain places you just don't go. And I think that would go a long way in helping to make sure that these types of things don't happen. Um, so, but, re but remember, comedians, their bread and butter is how they engage the audience. I, I, com I, com I, com I completely get that. I completely get that. They don't engage that. the audience by saying, oh, how nice she look. And they engage the audience by saying, dude, back away from the table. You From up here, you look like you're 350 pounds. That, yeah, but you see, 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 somebody tried to compare that to Will Smith making fun of a bald dude on one of the late night shows. It's not the exact same. A bald man and a bald woman are, are completely ends of the spectrum. They, 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 there's no comparison. Yes, there's no comparison. Are. You they can make fun. Because men, you know, I'm, I'm bald, you know, at least in the it's front. <laughs> you know, It's about control. It's simply about control. Will Smith's inability to control himself. That's it. You said something about my wife. Brother, hey, let's have a conversation after the show. What's wrong with Again, you? Again, I'm not. I'm not saying he did the right thing. He was in the wrong, but and you know, at least he, he's 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 manning up at this point. He's not making excuses. He's because saying he has no choice. He has. Well, there are a lot of people. A lot of people would make excuses. Well, this and no, no. He's he's saying he's he's taking his he's taking his uh uh, uh he's taking his lumps. Yeah, he is. He yeah, resigned. People, all of he says, I know I screwed up, and and I give him credit for that because he's he's taking it like a man. He's not trying to say it wasn't his fault. He's not even blaming Chris Rock. Like I, I, I'm laying some of the blame on Chris. He's not even doing that. He's taking. He, I did it. I'll I'll t I'll I'll take the punishment. He knows, he knows better. He could have been handled a different way. Yeah, yeah. So no, I, I give him credit for that. So um, again, it's just an unfortunate situation, and here we are. You know, we spent the last half an hour talking about it, and. Well, Again, like but Martin said, all the other people who are spending more than a half hour talking about it, okay, mm -hmm. and it's gonna, it's going to continue. It is not going to go away. It's not going to go away. We'll still be talking about this next month because it's not going away that easy. Because the other part of that is it displays violence at any and every turn. The shoot, they're talking about the shooting in Sacramento, all those people that were shot and killed. Mm -hmm. And and they're talking about that. And and I saw a man and woman say that you can't even go to a bar. Well, you know, I don't know anything about a bar. Who wants to go to a nasty, smelly bar anyway? But, hey, hey, nothing wrong with bars. Okay, but the fact still remains that took place. Okay, and they haven't said anything about who the shooter and they're saying three people were arrested in that shooting. They didn't say that those are the ones that were doing the shooting. But uh, <clears throat> you know what? That was but you know the what? shooting. Uh, uh, Las Vegas. That man yeah. sat up in that window and shot a hundred and some odd people, killed 50-something people. Yep, 57. Yes. Nobody's talking about white people and the violence of white people. No, you know that boy went up to, to those killed those babies up in uh, Connecticut, yep. Newtown, Connecticut. Nobody's running around talking about Becky white people Hook. are violent. You Becky know, and Parkland. They're talking about Parkland. Parkland. And that kid that yep. Uh, the the guy that shot uh, Gabby Giffords. 
Yep. Uh, uh, pretty much every, 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 every yeah, the, the, and it started the, with Columbine. the Columbine boys. We actually started before Columbine, Columbine uh, down here in Texas, uh, Killeen, Texas and at the university. Well, that oh, was yeah, before Killeen. Columbine. Yeah. 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 All, okay. all but, white but, boys. Hold but on. Nobody's... Hold on. Hold on. They're talking. They're not talking about that. They're giving that a pass. But wait a minute. We have not reminded folks about what took place in Waco how they connected that black man to that pickup truck, hung him, and drug him drug around. Him. No, not Waco. That, that was in Jasper, not, not Waco. Okay, yeah. Waco, Jasper, whichever. Mm. Okay? They, they're not talking about uh, that. James Bird was his name. Okay. And that's why I say so, if you're... we're not bringing it up. And we're that's why I say if you're a black man and you live in a state where you can legally carry and you're not carrying, I, 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 I implore you to think twice about that. You know... Because that, I mean, pretty much James Bird, Ahmad Arbery, you know, and you know, there was some copycat dudes trying to do to this FedEx driver the same thing the, the guys did to Ahmad Arbery. Did you hear about that? No. Yeah, this was about a month ago, a month and a half, two months ago. Um, father and son. Guy was a FedEx driver. He wasn't in a FedEx truck because they, oh, I guess, yes, and he was delivering packages. Yes. He, but he was in full uniform. And they and he got away, and they shot into the back of his the truck. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so yeah. And and just like I said, just like I said with Ahmad Aubrey, he was minding his own business. But the father and son, those two, they said, "We're only protecting our neighborhood. We're only protecting what's ours. We didn't do anything wrong. We're protecting us." Yeah. And and that's the, the that is the dangerous and scary part is they seriously don't believe they, they did anything wrong. That that's right. Yeah. And they don't think that they're going to get punished for it. Mm-hmm. They don't think anything will happen. So they shot a black man. So what? One down and some to go. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. No. And we're not standing up. We're not standing up. So I have to agree with Roland. I have to agree. You know what? We're not on any side. I'm not on any side. I'm on the side of changing the narrative. Mm-hmm. I'm on the side of changing the narrative because right now our narrative sucks. Okay? Our narrative sucks. So we need to find a way to change the narrative so that those things don't happen and we don't have the entire world talking about the ineptness of black folks, which is a constant conversation constant conversation even on the best days during the best of times that is a constant conversation well i I think the issue is also that we need to again once we control the narrative again if you if you look again i want i want these thugs and criminals to stop doing what they're doing but again if you look at the grand scheme of thing there's really not that big a difference it's just how it is portrayed and that is that is the bottom line is how is it portrayed in the media and we are portrayed again it's just like when they settled remember watching all the cowboy movies when we were kids and they called the indians savages all the indians were doing was protecting their land you know these people came and encroached on their land and they get labeled as the savages you know they weren't the indians weren't lynching people and having picnics watching people hang you know, bringing their kids or going to church and then lynching people. They weren't doing the savage things. You know, so, but, but it, 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 it is the narrative. This. 
we've allowed for everything to be turned upside down, inside out, and so on. We've allowed it. We have not stopped that narrative. We have not stood up and changed the narrative. And it's up to us. We can't expect anybody to change it for us. And that's what we've done for 400 years. We said, okay, what, do you, what, 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 can, what can you do for us now? You got to stop killing us, stop shooting us, stop. Yeah, okay, we, no. Okay, at least the Ukrainian people are standing guard. They're yeah, telling exactly. we got to fight to the end. The Ukrainians are saying, you're not taking our land. You're not taking over. Yeah. And what do we do? That uh, standing around with a sign saying, stop shooting us, that has got yeah. to be the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like the police are going to go, oh, shoot, is that what you want? All right, cool. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. Let's bring, like let's bring Leonard in on this conversation. Uh, yeah, I'd like to find out what Leonard has to say. Leonard Collins. Uh, yeah, am I, am I unmuted? Okay. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I had muted, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, um, this is what I'll say. I understand where Rowan is coming from because I got, got mad respect for the brother. But a lot of times he kind of likes to look at things differently than everybody else does. And that's really okay. But I'm sure everybody on this call, Kenny, you're not going to be okay. Yolanda's not going to be okay if somebody slapped Kenny in the mouth in high school. You understand what I'm saying? So you got to give respect to Chris Rock because he continued. He didn't waver at all. He got slapped on national TV. And that's yes. one of the that's one of the biggest signs of disrespect is when you slap somebody. We all know that. Yeah, yeah. A man slapping another man. Yeah. I ought to slap. I ought to slap. You never hear anybody say I'm gonna knock you out. You know, in the way. But I'm anyway, getting back you. to that. Yeah, I'm gonna slap you. So I got to stand with Chris Rock um, because right is right. He chose the wrong time to do it. We finally get a brother that uh, produces it, and this is how we are now. The reason why we talk like this is because we have years and years and years of being looked at a certain way. Just like Kenny just eloquently put, they viewed the Indians as savages and all they were doing was protecting their land. But you, you and I and all of us on this call, we already know the narrative. See, we, we already know the narrative. The problem that I have, and this is, you know, and I'm with Kenny with this 100%. We don't need to ask anybody's permission. We, right. we have to be some of the dumbest people in the world to not turn around and see this once or twice and say, you know what? We need to build our own community and we need to not let anybody in and we need not to socialize with any other outside race. Now, uh, the, the call I wanted to talk about, the, the, the call I called uh, Colette the other day um, about you hearing the same thing. We need to get together. We need to get together. We're going to be talking about need to get together when we 90. Okay. still won't be together. Now, the, the, uh, the upside of this is if you notice, all of those people are our age. They see it now. So there's no way that we can go forward without bringing the younger generation with us. So based on what we're doing... At this point, we're in a position to start leading because you see the respect that they gave the uh, talk show, ITRN. They gave you guys a lot of respect in, in what you're talking about. But just as you're always uh, evaluating where we are, you and Kenny do an amazing job. You just, you're just not satisfied with where we are. 
You always ask for feedback. I need constructive feedback. How can we be better? How can we be better? How can we be better? And those are the type of people you want to follow. Now, having said that, there comes a time where we got to bring everybody that's like us together. And that's our journey. So if you ask me, we probably have a five-year window. And then, um, as I've always stated, those people like at the Oscars and the Grammys, they're not living like you and I are living. They don't worry about when the next bill is coming. They don't worry about the electric bill. All we want from them is their influence and some of their resources. And get out of the way and let us do the rest. Because we can see this. They can't see it. They're okay with our communities the way they look. Okay? Mm -hmm. I think I sent you guys... Did did I send you guys the thing about Kyrie Irving? No. No, Kyrie Irving, the basketball player. Oh, okay. I I sent it to some other people, another group. Well, I'm going to follow up and send it to you. And this is what he was talking about. He said... There is not five athletes that are working together to help the community. And why is that? And there should be at least 10, 10 groups throughout the nation. That's, that's only 100 athletes. But at the end of the day, why is it that they're not trying to, to rebuild our communities and give our next generation a chance? It's always the same story over and over. For example, uh, the sister Jackson, she got on the Supreme Court. But you're not going to be able to do anything for black people. You know, Barack, Barack became president. He's the president for everybody in the United States, not just black people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. The, the same thing with the, with the, the sister. Um, what's the vice president's name? What's her Come name? Out, Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris. She's, they're, she's, they're not, she's just, the, that's just the token. That's just right. the token. Right. Well, see, this but, is but, 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 but. You know, okay, maybe, but we have to. T- we, you know, these things take, and, and it's 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 been a long time. But guess what? It's not going to happen overnight. We've had a black president. Now we got a black vice president. You know, then we build on that. And 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 when people like who was it that was talking about? Oh, Omar Omar Johnson was saying something about Obama or something right. like that. But you know, and 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 we've talked about this later. You know what? Yes. Our kids are growing up knowing that there's a, there can be a black president. We grew up thinking sure. there'd never be a Absolutely. That is all I needed from a black president or a black vice president. Doesn't, I don't care if they're a token or not. You know, the fact is that right. they're, they're there. And our kids and our grandkids will grow up knowing that they can do it. I didn't mean to cut you off, Leonard. Go ahead. Yeah. But, but, but anyway, what, what I'm saying is us as a group, we're in the right direction. But here's the toughest thing. We're asking us to come together. But there's not a blueprint. There is nothing that you can say, no page, no book that you can go to and say, this is how you do it. Because we don't really know. And that's where I go back to saying the cultural collectivity. Now, having said that, we almost have to be in front of, what is it, 55 million African-Americans or 45 million? Between 45 and 50, I know that, with 13.4 of the population. We got to be in front of at least half of that to make an impact because we can talk like this all the time. Now that's why I pushed the movie so hard because this way a high percentage of people will see this movie or, or, or what's happening and say, Oh, this can't happen because remember, and I, and I'm going to get off in a minute. Uh, you remember when we talked about, okay, uh, the chokehold chokehold only killed black people. So stop with the chokehold. Now, 
you have the um, the camera, the body camera. And that body camera ain't doing nothing. They, no. <laughs> what it's doing now is showing how we really kill you. Now now you get a chance to see what we do. And, and they're still struggling with that. Were you going to believe the, the camera? Um, you going to believe me, the judge, or your lying eyes? Yep. Can you imagine? Can you imagine uh, what happened to, to to Lloyd with that arrogant police with his knee on his neck yep. for that long? What if we would have never seen that? Nine yeah. minutes. And can you imagine what they would have said? He he tried to uh, uh, resist the rest. Mm-hmm. There, there would have been yeah. something they would have twisted it. But anyway, my my whole point is we're we're going in the right direction, but we do have to talk about bringing younger um, people on and continue to put together a complete blueprint. Um, and I think, you know, uh, joining art, I think that's great. And there's other people that's on our board and on our team that if we had a re- retreat and said, what would we do to build our community? What blueprint should we put together to build our community? Because that's where we're at. Because we can't sit up here and talk like this for another 10 years. Because okay. then, we're, then, we're, then we're 80. And it's not promised that we're going to make it to 80 and not that I'm, I'm just the last thing I'm going to say. Did you hear about Sue Smith uh, just passed, yes. Yolanda? Yes, I did. I did. Okay, so that's that's my point. She's not here no more. Sorry. All right. But anyway, that's all. That's all I have. Thanks for letting me talk. So, so the other side of that is we've been talking, and talking, and talking, and talking, and talking, and we're going to keep talking. And what we have. At some point, the younger generation sees it as rhetoric because from what I hear, the younger generation, they don't see things the way we do because they are the microwave generation and they don't think that they have to do what we did. They don't think that they need to think about things. In fact, the younger generation feels that everybody is should be good, not just blacks, not just white, not just this, not just that everybody all lives matter sure they do sure they do but it's black folks who have always gotten the raw end of the stick always always that is not going to change until we change it right so let me me give you right let me give you a little example so you guys remember Robert Smith, right? Um, he paid for everybody's um, yes. um, uh, their their uh, college, yeah. uh-huh. their loans. Okay, so At Robert Smith. So At you Moore. take Robert Smith, you take Oprah, uh, I'll throw Jay-Z in there, and Michael Jordan. So you know where you guys live, and I'm talking to everybody that's on this call. And I'm going to go, I, I picked four people, so let's go north, east, west, and south. Um, if they bought a home in your community, each of them, and the money that they that they that they have at and I'll just say at three hundred and fifty thousand, I feel like they can buy at least fifteen to twenty homes cash. So if they bought homes in on all of the black communities, and whenever they talk about uh, gentrification, it's not gentrification; it's black people selling their property. Because that's it is not property. gentrification. Stop it, it, talking about I, gentrification. I know. I know. I, that's what I'm saying. It's not. So my, my point is, when they buy mm-hmm. your property and they and they move in, 
the value automatically goes up. Well, why does the value automatically go up? Because it's, the, it's, 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 but it's the household medium. Those people that make a lot of money, that's how they determine the value of the house. Is That's why it's called household medium. What is the average, okay, in that community? Now, my point being is, if those four individuals bought homes, and say you bought your house at 300000 and Oprah is a mile away from you, uh, Michael Jordan is a mile, it could be even five miles, okay? And I just named four people. You know there's a whole lot of rich people in, in, in our community. If your house is worth 300000 and they haven't even spoke to you, do you know your house is now worth 500000 Just on the fact that they bought property... Mm-hmm in your general area. And that's just four people. But we don't think like that. And that's what I'm trying to say is that because we only were given saltine crackers all our lives, and then when you get Ritz crackers, you're satisfied. Right. You're satisfied. Because you think you've come up. Because right. you think right. you've come up. Now I got exactly. Ritz crackers. Yeah. Right. You think you've come up. And Ritz is a more expensive cracker than the saltine. Yeah. So, look, what you just said that... Why, and, and I've heard this discussion before. There are there are fourteen hundred possible players in the NBA. There are a hundred and I think it's a hundred and forty players. I believe it's a hundred and forty actual players. There are two hundred black recruits, uh, uh, not recruiters. Okay, and that's just the NBA. The Baseball, National Baseball League, there are somebody, what did, what did Clarence say earlier? Someone just got signed for $450 million and he gets that whether he plays another day or not. I remember when Vita Blue made $13,000 and we were running all over Altadena saying, ooh, Vita Blue got $13,000 to play with, with the Dodgers. Woo, $13,000. Because he, for Vita Blue to go with the Dodgers, we're going to give him a little bit of money, but, you know, he's not, he's not worth all of that. But when you look at Jay-Z, P. Diddy, Dr. Dre, Oprah, Tyler Perry, Michael Jordan. Uh, on down the line. On down the line. Kevin Hart, Byron Allen. Damon, Damon John, when you look at all of these people, like I said before, when Motown was sold, all these folks have to do is put up, I don't know, lunch money, $5 million each, and say, I'm going to create the chain link. I'm going to create the chain link. Mm-hmm. I'm going to reach back, and I'm going to help and create that chain link. They have to do the same thing. Let's get them on their feet so they can reach back and do the same thing. We don't have the chain link mentality. We have the singular mentality. I got mine. You better find a way to get yours. They right. all remember that song by Diana Ross. God bless the child that's got his own. Because I'm not my brother's keeper. You're a lot. I watched a video today. I watched a video, a TikTok video of um, Floyd Mary Floyd, the Floyd Mayweather. Mayweather. Talking about his watches. He had three upscale. Now, he didn't talk about how much they were, but I guarantee you 
the, one of the last one was probably a million dollar watch because of the way he he treats money. And remember when we had said uh, said and uh, Russell on uh, Colette, and when I said you know he's he's sitting around taking pictures of himself with bathtubs full of money, and I, think, I can't remember if it was said or Russell said he didn't have a problem with that. Well, I got a problem with that. That sends the wrong message. And again, what are you doing, you know, to reach back and and help the to 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 pay it forward, you know, to to to. They have to be responsible for folks in the community. Yeah, and so he again, I I guarantee you, it's a level of responsibility. Those three don't hold me responsible for what you don't have. Those three watches, I guarantee you, were it was over a million dollars. Again, I don't remember what they're kind of watches. I don't even know. wasn't even a Rolex. That's how I'm sure they were. Just again, hundreds of thousand dollars for these watches, and he's showing them off for what? Well, now there's nothing wrong with having. There's nothing wrong with having nice things, and you can afford that. I, I don't have a problem with that at all. But do something, and again, no, don't give anybody anything, but invest. And that's the thing that gets me. Invest. Don't you don't have to give anybody invest. anything. Invest in something. Buy, you know, some apartment buildings. Buy grocery stores. Do something to invest in the community and 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 get a return on your money. Nobody's saying Demands. just give, invest, but invest. invest and again, that's people. why that's why that the the owner of the Clippers was right. Jews reach back and help each other. We don't, folks don't. Right. you know. Right. And, and that's a, that's a lesson we need to learn. Yeah. You know, again, it's, it's not about it's giving any. See, and see, the thing about it is, when a lot of black folks get money. Everybody's coming. Everybody want my money. No, no, invest, invest in something. And, and, and then on the flip side, and then on the flip side, when somebody does. You know, do your damnedest to make sure you go over and above and you overachieve to make sure that you succeed and give that person that money back. It's the same thing in black businesses. If you're a black business owner, make sure you have impeccable customer service. Make sure you treat everybody like they are golden. And black people, when you go to these businesses, stop asking for the hookup. You know, just just pay pay full price. You know, and that's why I, I hate the hookup. Kiana has her hand up. Kiana, go ahead. Kiana, go ahead. Uh, yeah, so I was just going to say with regard to black people, I think more than anything, um, continuing down the path of trying to find our place in this monetary consumer culture is we're never going to find where we belong or where we need to be or not, or ourselves. We're never going to find ourselves because that's not where we started off. I mean, we really need to find a sense of self. Money is not going to do it at all. And it's, it's money and, the, and a monetary value system, which is the United States and the West in general. That's a monetary value system. That is the only thing that matters. And us trying to find our way and it through <clears throat> A monetary system is like trying to find it's trying to find health in bathing in bleach it's not gonna work by design it just will not work so I personally um, and people that I'm associated with we've really been trying to dig deep and figure out who we are before white infiltration and you'll hear me use that word white infiltration a lot because it's a very real thing um, that is still blanketing most of the world um, but like my last name Williams I kind of you know I had to figure out where the hell did that come from 
And it's, you know, some dude in England. He had some sons, and those dudes were called Williamsons. And then when Europeans came here, those Brits came here, they shortened shortened it, and it was Williams. So basically, my last name means the sons of Will, some British dude. Strother is German, comes from the word slaughter. So damn the money, because it's not going to do anything for your soul. I, I don't I don't disagree with that. The, 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 the thing is, we do. We, we are here. We live in, in, in this society. And, and, and unless... Will- as long and, as we're as long as we're abiding and swimming up this channel, and, and unless we want to, and unless we want to, to, it's not designed to do anything other than be money. But that's again, not where we live in totality. But again, this right, this this, right. this yeah, yeah. Again, I'm not disagreeing with that. But this is where we live, and unless we want to divorce ourselves in one way, either leave this country or, yeah, no. or somehow you, somehow separate ourselves into some place. And we, do need it. Se- we need to separate a large portion of ourselves. Absolutely. Well, it, absolutely separate a large portion of ourselves. Would you say it's pe- almost like if you are swimming in a pool of bleach, try to figure out, try to find some water. That is absolutely necessary because, again, if you're going to continue entirely living in a monetary culture, that is a psychological undertaking to live in a culture that is strictly monetary. The only value system that matters is that which is. It evolves around currency only. That, that's that, why that, we don't matter. That's, We're not, the, that's how even, this society was built. Right, right. matter. It's, right, it's right. a monetary society. The whole, all men are created equal. Not, no, it, it was all wealthy white men who owned property. And they didn't was, own anything when they came here. No, 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 no. When they wrote the Declaration of Independence, when they, said, when they said all right. men are created right, equal. Yeah, yeah they were. But they, when they said all men are created equal, they meant all wealthy white men. And wealth was part of it. Poor they white men. Right. Poor well, white men. Poor white men. Let me interject. Let yeah, me go, ahead, go ahead, Leonard. Quick. Uh, what I wanted to say is, Kiana's a breath of fresh air. And I, and I think the both of you should be very happy. And I'm proud of what you two have done. Because I like she stands her ground. But one of the things that people say about old people, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Where she's coming from is absolutely correct. Because both of you remember... The Asian people in the 60s and 70s, they were called the invisible race. You know why they were called the invisible race? Because they stayed to themselves. Mm-hmm, yeah. And they still, and, and, and although money is a big deal, their culture is more important. And what Kiana is basically saying is, let's stop focusing on the monetary part, focus on the culture. And if anything, that's more important than anything. Family is more important than anything. And Yolanda, how often do you say that in terms of, how you introduced me to your daughter, right? How long we've been knowing each other? So it's like family. And besides that, what's more important, our loyalty or how much money you and I have? You're on mute. Loyalty to one another. We don't have that loyalty because that's not how we are brought up. It's not ingrained in us. It's ingrained in the elders, but not in the youngins. Okay. Right, but what Where Kiana's talking about, she's making a good point. She is making a very good point. I mean, I understand exactly what she's saying. I understand what you're saying, Kenny. This is the world we live in, so we got to deal with it. But there's other cultures that, like Hispanics, they came over here in, in cars, 30, uh, wow. to get over here to get a better life. Mm-hmm. They're, they don't care anything about the money. They want to make a life for their family. They work two jobs. 
One job is for them to live here. The second job is to send money back to Mexico. And they don't make a lot of money when they got here. Now, look at them. And that's only, what, 30 years ago? I think they, they started coming over in 1977. Yeah, but, but, but again, uh, again, again, it gets, it gets back to, to money. Money money is a necessity here. And, and, and so... I get, yeah, the loyalty, yeah, that, and, and culture, all that. But, you know, when Asians come, they, they, they do the same thing. They all live together. You know, they, if, they, they, right. if they buy a restaurant, they all work at the restaurant until they can get out on their own. They, if, if, sometimes people, they will build a, a restaurant and there's an apartment above the restaurant. They will live above, right. above their, uh, the apartment above the restaurant. You know, things like that. But again, but they, guess what? They are, what they're doing is they're making money. Guess what they're doing? They're saving money. They're putting money away. They're buying property. Okay? They're buying property. They are doing things to build generational wealth. And their kids will be taken care of. And they're not dependent upon everybody else. So money is part of the equation. Like it or not, money is part of the equation. And, and it's a that huge part my, of the that equation. Isn't my, that isn't my argument. That's not, that's not my point at all. And that is not in in any way my point, and which is, and, and quite honestly, that is part of the the issue. In any time something is not money isn't spoken about in the affirmative, and like keep doing that, then all of us it, it's that I'm not saying money is not a thing. I'm not talking about it as if it's not a reality. It's absolutely a reality. But if you want to think about it in terms of percentage, there needs to be a percentage of a person where they have some sense of self awareness. And if you just, let's just, I'll make the correlation. Take two individuals, Mary and Marley, okay? Mary and Marley. Two people. Mary is a person who's very self-aware, very self, uh, she, she's got a, a solid center. She knows who she is. She can't be shaken in any direction, okay? She knows what she's doing. She's got some money. However much, it doesn't matter. Money barely exists. It doesn't even exist in nature, so let's be honest, then you have Marley, someone who's money-driven. Mary and Marley are going to make very different decisions in life. You're going to have Mary who's going to make a lot more sound decisions in her life. No matter how much money they yield, she's going to live a happier life. You're gonna, you have Marley, on the other hand, who's money-driven almost entirely. Her decisions are going to waver so much, and they're going to be so problematic along the way because she doesn't have a, a solid, stationary sense of self. And when we understand that life is, is a trillion times bigger than just money and everything that revolves around money, we'll be better off. We started off better off because we did have a sense of self before these white people came in and told us who they wanted us to be, and we believed it. So going back to my earlier point, having a solid sense of self and us, if we're going to be a collective, if we want to think about ourselves as a collective, as a unit, which I think in a lot of ways we are, then it's going to take more of us that are going to be thirsty for who the hell we are, not just forever chasing after these white people's money. I'm out. Okay. And uh, let, let me play this. Leonard wanted me to play this. Hang on a second. Uh... Get ready to do that. I remember thinking the same way when I was your age. I remember thinking that. And then I woke up. And it's not that we are talking about white man's money. We're talking about creating our own economic wealth. We're not talking about them and what we need to get from them or what we need them to do for us. We're talking simply about creating our own economic. Yeah, yeah. Let, let, me, let me play That's this. It. Let me play this. 
they guys. I'm like, bro, I'm not counting your chips, but everybody else is. So you make 200, you make 200, you make 175, you make 150, you make 180. Why don't y'all have your own gym? Why we gotta go to Why we gotta go UCLA to work out in LA every time? You got your own. You got y'all all come from the exact same community. You 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 want to inspire kids that look like you? All it takes is five of them. Five. 250, 250, 250, 250, 250, 250. What bank gonna turn us down? We about to build this whole shit out for our community. We gonna build gyms, rec centers, start leagues, and all that. Who gonna, who's gonna stop us? We got the money. We don't have the mindset. Our mindset, we'd rather go throw $60,000 in, in the club, in the strip club. Go throw $60,000 than go feed 2,500 people in the hood. I'm literally sitting next to all of these dudes who are LA guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's right. The, and we we have the finances again. We just haven't figured out how to use. We spend one point two trillion dollars a year from the black community on junk. Mm-hmm. On junk, and and everybody knows it except us. We are a one point. We are almost a three trillion dollar spending machine and our money goes around, we keep it in our hands for six hours. Every other ethnicity, every other culture keeps it for days. We keep it for six hours. And we don't care how we spend it. That's why liquor stores are in our communities. That's why churches, storefront churches are in our communities. 7-Eleven in our communities. Because they know the money is not going to stay in our hands for any longer than six hours. And we are at the top of the hour. Where it is, we're going to get rid of it. We're not going to do what we should be doing with that money. Yep. And we're out of time. You want to take us out, Colette? Right. It has been a good time right here on the Intentional Talk Radio Network. Change matters solutions and join the conversation. Join the move. Join the movement because we are changing the narrative, not simply in our community, but around the nation. We are changing the narrative because our trajectory is based upon what we do for us. So join us right here tomorrow. ITRNRadio.com for another great show conversations with Colette and Corliss tomorrow. We've got three shows tomorrow. So come on in here and join us tomorrow right here on itrnradio.com. That's four, five, and six right here. Have a good evening. Everybody be safe. Wear your mask because it ain't over. Wear your mask. Be safe and we'll talk with you soon. Have a good night. Take care.